Hi everyone, welcome to You Belong Here. I'm your host, Beth Ruffin. And if you've ever struggled with understanding your place in the world, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your guide for getting unstuck and showing up for yourself. Each week, we'll discuss actionable steps you can take to insist on yourself, ignite yourself to action, and create meaningful impact in your life. If you're ready for a life-changing transformation, grab a notebook and a pen and get ready. And in case no one has told you today, you belong here. I'm so excited for this episode because sitting next to me is my favorite person in the whole wide world. It is my 14-year-old daughter, Isabella Grace Ruffin. Hey, um, uh, it's Bella. Hi. <laughs> oh, yes, she likes to go by Bella, so we will um, respect that preference. All right. So today, Bella, we are talking about what does it mean to belong here as a teenager? Uh, most of the people on my most of the people listening to this are not teenagers. They are adults. They may have, but they have teenagers in their lives that they love, whether it's their children, their nieces, their nephews, people they work with. And so I think your perspective on belonging is going to be really important. So let's dive in. The first question is, what does it mean to you to be included? To be included? Um it's definitely a loaded question that a bunch of different people will answer a bunch of different ways. I think just not feeling left out, like bringing you in. If someone else is doing something and they see that you're not doing it and they want you to do it, you know, like if you're eating by yourself, they eat with you. You know, they pay attention to you. They give you your attention. They give you their attention and not just kind of brush you off. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I always talk about is intentionality. And so not only noticing, right, like you have to first notice that someone is excluded, so then you can be intentional about including them. Okay. Do you find that a lot of teenagers do that? Well, teenagers are kind of a hard subject because they don't, they're not very good at like, recognizing and i think it takes like a very mature person to realize oh okay you can tell that she's not doing okay yeah and even if they do recognize it it could be hard for them to get up out of their seat or get out of their comfort zone and come and help you absolutely so what are what are some of the things that people should be looking for to see like with a teenager that they're excluded there's like a lot of things like if you see somebody like okay let's just say you're in like a group of people if one person is trying to talk but a bunch of people are talking over them tell everybody hold on let this person talk Mm -hmm. you know making sure that they feel included like even just like even it's it can be so little as like they look upset yeah like they just like you can tell that their vibe is off yeah just walk up to them you're like hey are you okay do you need to talk about it such good um words and something that you know i think adults need to learn how to do sometimes too sometimes we can be in our own world and it's hard for us to look outside of ourselves um so 
as a teenager, how does it feel when you're not included? It feels very nice. I mean, I'm sitting here with my mother, so we gonna keep it PG. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But it, it feels really bad. It feels really crappy because like you can see a bunch of people standing around you having fun or a bunch of people next to you, whatever, and they're just doing their thing and then you're sitting there and then you like think about it like i wish i was there too yeah what do you wish would happen when you feel like you're not included i wish for somebody to notice yeah i wish for somebody to look at me and i don't expect somebody to know like if they don't know me very well i expect them to know if i feel excluded but it's not very hard to tell it i think yeah i think if you see that person alone or if you see that person just like their vibe is off. It's easy to tell when vibe is off. I yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you know, on this podcast, we focus on self-inclusion, right? And so, you know, you know <laughs> that I'm a big proponent of that we need to foster inclusion for ourselves. So first tell me, as a teenager, what does self-inclusion mean to you? Loving yourself and believing that you are, that you have a seat at the table. Yes, give me high five. You better speak to talk. But what does that mean in plain terms that you have a seat at the table? That you are wanted everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that when you walk into a place, you are valued. Mm-hmm just like everyone else there is valued. Or not even walking to the place, but being there, not having imposter syndrome. That's right, yeah, not having imposter syndrome. And why do you belong there? Because everybody belongs there. That's right. Because you're a a sacred creature. Mm, I like that, you are a sacred creature. Um, Yeah, because a lot of times we look for other people to make us feel like we belong and you even said sometimes people don't even notice so what advice do you have on you know for other teenagers or even for any listeners for people who may need to feel like they you know they may need to know how to foster their own belonging I think the first thing, which I think everyone to a certain extent can struggle with or is struggling with right now, is loving yourself. Mm. Because to include yourself, you need to feel that you're worthy. Mm -hmm. You can't feel that you're worthy if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. So the first step I would say is to love yourself Mm -hmm. and know your values and know that you are amazing, that you deserve to be here right now. I think after you love yourself, you need to understand like what you were saying is that the other other people don't don't measure your value. You do. And you can't look to other people and say, well, they don't like me. So why should I like me? Why should I be here if they don't think I should be here? Mm -hmm. Because their opinion doesn't matter because everybody's going to have a different opinion at the end of the day. So. Just. Be you. Be you. Be you. I like that. So two, three things that you talked about, and I want to dig in a little deeper. So the first one is love yourself. Why is that hard to do for so many people, especially teenagers? Because of social media. 
because mm. of people around you. Because you can look at someone who is conventionally attractive or in like the world's views pretty and you can think well i don't look like her so if i don't look like her then i'm not pretty if i don't look like her or if i don't act like her then i'm not a good person if i don't talk like her then my voice is ugly you know what i'm saying so it can be hard because comparing yourself oh the compare there's a quote you know comparison is the thief of joy that and social media is really bad at that because on social media everyone puts their best face forward right their best foot forward it's like you you do your full face of makeup you get your hair you put on your best outfit and then you take these pictures like you know i woke up like this right and then also there's a lot of filters so oftentimes what we're seeing is not even real and so reminding yourself that number one you know you can't compare yourself right that you have value because you are a sacred creature sacred creature which You're i use that, that all the time i actually. am going to use that thank you i love that um and what about those times when it's hard when you don't feel that love for yourself how do you fake it till you make it i was going to answer your question fake it till you make it. okay <laughs> you said how do you make it till you make it okay <laughs> but basically fake it till you make it you just you have to believe like even if there's like like no drop or no ounce of love that you have for yourself you have to believe that you are a sacred creature and that you are here for a purpose and you're not just plopped on this earth and you were made amazing i love that that's you know what you say is with a you were made for a purpose right how do you know what that is at 14 or do you know what that is i don't know what my purpose is okay and it's okay to be a teenager and not know what purpose is because you have so many years left ahead of you, like for you so even if you don't end up finding your purpose i feel like just knowing the fact that you do have a purpose can keep you going yeah like you may not know what it is yet and i think this goes for adults too you may not know what your purpose is yet but know that you have one and it's one of the pieces of figuring out your purpose is you have to love yourself. You have to see the value that you have. Okay. The second thing is the value. You have to realize that your value comes from within. So talk to me a little bit more about that. Okay. So it just, it, I think it all circles around to comparing yourself. Like, the value that one has is not cannot be compared. It can't be measured because it's infinite. It's infinite amount of value. Because if you think about it, you're like you're just like this thing on this planet. Like just so it's just so random. You know what I'm saying? And like we're not just here just to be here. And going back to like purpose, like you have a purpose. Your value who you are as a person, your value is infinite. It's just amazing. I like that. I've never thought of it that way. Your value is infinite. Well, if you think about the fact that we're infinite beings, right, that human beings are infinite, then our value is infinite. And it comes, you know, one of the things that I often struggle with, and I, I talk about this, is my value often comes from what I produce. So I find value in work 
or if you achieve something as my child, I find value in that. But that's a slippery slope because there are times when I'm not going to be producing anything, right? There are times when, you know, there are days I get up and say, yeah, no, I can't do anything today. I'm going to, I'm going to lay in bed all day. So do I still have value on that day? Absolutely. And so we have to find value in the being and not in the doing. Do you find like that's hard for you? I think that's hard for anybody. I don't, I don't think it's just a teenager thing. I think it's a, a human thing. Okay. I think that finding your value is one of the toughest journeys you can ever go through in your entire life. Ooh. And some people never. Some people never find it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think your value is? Let's get real, sacred creature. My value is infinite. Your value is infinite. I love it. And then finally, you said, be you. You can't be anybody else. You can't. You can't put anybody else's face on your body. You can't act like anybody else. You can't be somebody else. So at the end of the day, you need to love yourself because you are you. You can't change who you are. And you're beautiful. You're amazing. You don't need to change who you are. Yeah. Um, I've tried to be other people like i've tried to maybe change my personality or the way i act because for for someone else right because i felt like that was what they wanted but it's really hard to be someone else for a long time eventually your authentic self comes then, out yeah you eventually get tired yeah it's hard to keep up the facade and it's exhausting like it's tiring to try to be somebody else. It's tiring to try to hide a part of myself. What is a part of yourself that perhaps you've tried to hide or change uh, until you realize that you just got to be who you are? Okay, so I'm at a certain point in my life. I'm very young, you know. So I'm at a certain point in my life where I haven't experienced as much but i know for a fact that i've tried to change my personality i've tried to be nicer i've tried to talk higher i've tried to you know be more quote-unquote female like and first of all what is female like? mm-hmm. that, that doesn't make any sense that's a whole different conversation that's a whole different conversation yeah don't have time <laughs> but being let's just say talking higher page strange on your voice mm-hmm let's say being more female like or feminine feminine yeah whatever that means it's not going to work because you are you for a reason so you've tried to talk in a higher voice because you've been told your voice yeah i didn't know this not i never thought i never been told my voice was deep i just thought it was deep okay which comes again with social media comparing yourself yes. with other people you say well her voice is so much softer and prettier and higher than mine yeah and I mean, you know, when you talk about standards of beauty, standards of beauty are typically not centered around people of color. And so even when you think about voices, our voices are deeper, right? Like you said, some of those things that are considered feminine, um, they're not centered around, um, you know, black stand, black beauty. So that's really hard too. Um, just that comparison with social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So, okay. So you heard it. Here's your advice. Love yourself. Know what your internal value is and be you. And I think it's a le- a good lesson to learn early on, right? Like if this is something that you're working on at 14 and 15 and 16, then when you're in your 40s like me, right, you can be confident right? You can be self-assured. You've kind of learned some of these lessons that early on, right? Do you think social media is detrimental to um, self-inclusion and self-belonging? I think anything can be detrimental if you make it. I personally, for me, if you have a sense of if you have like a sense of what's the word I'm looking for? Insecure. If you're insecure about yourself, then social media can is not going to help yeah. at all. It's gonna make it even worse. So I think if you're that type of person, then I think it can be detrimental. But if you learn how to love yourself, know your internal value and be you, then I I don't think it is because when you're at that point in your life, you can block it out or you can not compare yourself. You can think, okay, she looks like that and I look like me and I'm beautiful the way I am. She talks like that and I talk like me. I talk amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, because listen, growing up, the amount of comments I got about the size of my backside and my butt, right? And how big my butt is. And now people are paying tens of thousands of dollars to have a butt that looks like mine. And so things change, right? Trends change. You know, one day it might be in to have big lips. You know, two years from now, or or no, I'll give you a better example, eyebrows. So, you know, when I was in my 20s and 30s, it was in to have thin eyebrows, right? So I got my eyebrows shaved and waxed every other week, whatever. Now my eyebrows don't grow in, right? And now thick eyebrows are in. And so trends change so much. And so if you're going by the trend, how do you you know you can't keep up? And so just be you, be unique, right? What is your uniqueness, Isabella or Bella? What is your uniqueness? My uniqueness is how I look. I like to think that everybody is their own person. But I think that I have like a look that you won't like see somebody on the street and be like, she looks like Bella. You know, I think my features combined are very interesting. You have very beautiful features. You're welcome. (laughs) You should see the way she's looking at me because I always tell her that she's welcome for her beauty. But I didn't do it on my own. So I only take half credit. Isabella, thank you so much for imparting your wisdom, for being vulnerable and transparent, and for helping us understand self-inclusion from the mind of a teenager. Do you have any last or closing words you'd like to say to the audience? Uh, if you have kids in your life or teenagers, any, any children you know, make sure you tell them that they belong that they are loved, that they are beautiful, that they don't need to compare themselves. Because if not, they could go down a scary road that 
I know some people that are listening to this podcast right now have gone through. And don't forget, you are a sacred creature. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. (laughs) And thank you all for listening. You Belong Here with Beth Ruffin is a production of The Everyday Inclusionist and can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow, subscribe, share, and leave a review. Check out the show notes for this week's journal page. And if you have a question you'd like me to address, send an email to info at bethruffin.com. Thank you.